Hello and welcome to Remember God Loves You and I'll meet you at the finish line. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day because I know I am because today is a day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So I am excited to get back on our seven day habits or the seven habits of strengthening our walk with Jesus Christ. And it's interesting, I would like to again say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to Jared Harbour, who took the time uh, to record with us for the past three episodes of Church Problems. You are welcome to find those, uh, the three-part series um, in the episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are on, you're welcome to find on it. And so I'm so excited to talk about the seven days or continuing on and just discussing the importance of reading the Bible. Not only that, but the importance of reading it for at least when you get up. So with this in mind, let's start with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. I thank you that you can just be here and we can be in the here and the now. Lord, give us the strength and the energy to continue the path that you have set before us so that, you know, when we are encountered with temptations or encountered with sin and encountered with uh, the wickedness of the world, we have scriptures memorized to combat that because you love us and you care for us. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So if you have your Bibles open, we are, <clears throat> if you have your Bibles open, we're in Psalms 119. And don't worry. I'm not. Uh, I'm not just going to read the whole Psalms. <laughs> Psalms 119, because it's one of the longest Bible verses. It's 154 verses of the, of Psalms 119. It's one of the longest chapters of the Bible. But Psalms 119, 20 through um, 27, it states, "My soul breaks with longing for your judgment at all times. You rebuke the proud." the cursed, who stray from your commandments. Remove from me, reapproach the contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. <clears throat> Princes also sit and speak against me, but you shall, but your servants meditates on your statuses. Your testimonies are also are my delight and are and my counselors. My soul clings to the dust. Revive me according to your word. I have declared my ways, and you answered me. Teach me your statuses. Make me understand the ways of your precepts. So shall I meditate on your wonderful works. Amen. And amen. <clears throat> In Psalms, again, Psalms 119, verses... Uh, 71 through 77, it states, It is good for me that I have afflicted, I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statuses. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of coins of gold and silver. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you will be glad when they see me. Because I have hopped in your word. I know, O oh Lord, that your judgments are right 
and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let I pray your merciful kindness to uh, be for my comfort. According to your word, to your servant, let your tender mercies come to me, that I may live. For your law is my delight. For your law is my delight. Amen. Amen. So the question that I have to ask you is, when you wake up, what is the first book you read? Or do you guys read? Like, I know I read. <clears throat> or even like listen to a podcast. Or even um, listen to Bible tracks. What is your first thing that you do when you wake up? The first thing that you listen to? Is it the TV? Is it the news? Is it something that's that you have to live without. The only reason why I ask you is because when somebody stated, when I picked this idea, um, why should we listen or even read uh, to the Bible? <clears throat> why we should read and just kind of discuss uh, the Bible right when we wake up, wake up, is because I have, I have been afflicted by this and I was convicted. Because the first thing that I wake up and the first thing that I used to do is I would turn on my phone or turn on my computer. Or if I didn't have any of those two, if I didn't want to be on my phone or my computer, I would just turn on the TV and put on the news. But then I was realizing that that wasn't helping my walk with God. That wasn't allowing me to um, fellowship. That wasn't giving me the tips and tricks on um, having a better day. And so... A lot of, and what I also noticed is that, you know, I could see why when I was in high school and when I was in middle school even, the first, we weren't allowed to watch TV when we wake up, when we woke up. We weren't allowed to do that because we wanted to focus on God. And so what our routine was, we wake up at 5.30, get to the breakfast table at 6.30 or at 6.15, and then we would just spend family time and then it would just go into prayer, and it would go into devotions. That is something that has resonated. And if I and if you guys have kids, that would be a bad thing to do to start doing with your kids at school starting, and um, even as college students. Um, and so, it's interesting when we look upon that. It's interesting how the the interactions we have. And how that actually does make a powerful day. It impacts your walk. Because it impacted me. Because whenever I didn't take time with my family, whenever I didn't do all that, I had a rough day. And it was like something was missing. And even while being in the military, something was missing as well. Until I would start reading the Bible and then I'd have a better day. And I would interact with people. And I would have a smile on my face. So there is something about God's word that resonates with our hearts. There is something about his word. So, you know, <clears throat> um, the alarm, so we have alarms. Um, so the alarm clock rings. You pull yourself slowly, but truly out of sleep and then open your eyes. You get out of bed and you're about to check out one of your cell phones or turn on the TV and uh, just surf through the apps and social media to see what kind of um, see what kind of interactions you got over the night. But where's read the Bible? You know, and that's interesting. 
So which is an excellent choice? It's reading the Bible instead of um, doing odd stuff, instead of surfacing the media. So you know, so now you know that today the question is, what do you read first thing in the morning? See, that is something that I have questioned. And I'm sure a lot of you question as well. What is the first thing that we read? And I say it depends what God has upon your heart. It depends what he's laid upon your heart. Now, one thing I would kind of stray away from, or not really stray away from, but one of the things I wouldn't encourage brand new readers of the Bible that's trying to encourage their family and try to encourage others is reading Revelations. Because that's a very heavy chapter of the Bible. It's actually the most heavy. To me, it's the most impactful and it kind of brings my day down because it's like an agony and it's like a nervousness and saying, okay, am I, am I along, is my heart right with God? And, and, uh, you know, revelations can be good, but it has to have how you're going to apply it to your life. You know, you can tell people about Christ and you can tell others and be conscientious, but that doesn't allow you to interact with them. So that's another thing that I've also noticed. So, you know, the habit, or not the habit, but the, reading the Bible is just interesting. And I w would suggest you guys to read Psalms, the whole book of Psalms, all 139 Psalms, or 150, I think. I can't believe I forgot what I was going to say. Um, I didn't, I, I'm so sorry about this. Um, <clears throat> You got to love it when you try to make the notes and stuff and then technology. You got to love technology. Um, we also, and there's a hundred and, so there's 150 Psalms. So I encourage you to either at least read one Psalms a day or even five. But read the Psalms. And the reason why I suggest you to read one Psalms a day, well, besides Psalms 119, then you have to break it up. It's because I want to have those the book of Psalms resonate with you and just prayer in prayer with it. And so because the, each book of Psalms has an impact, it impacts people. It impacted me big time. And so with this in mind, do not be afraid to open up the Bible when you get up and read the book of Psalms. Because like Billy Graham did, every single morning he woke up, he read at least five psalms a day. For That's what he always did. And you can read the psalms as many times as you can. But what I've noticed is, as a reading book of psalms, there is always something new that I learn. So that is something that I encourage you to do. It's the importance of reading psalms is because you not only have a great day to this, you not only have a great start to your day, but you also have something that you learn and something that you can take to heart and um, apply it to your life and apply it to your family. With this in mind, let's end it with a word of prayer and just kind of discussing the importance of Psalms and reading the Psalms. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here and fellowship, Lord, and I pray that we can start reading in the book of Psalms. Even I pray for the listeners that they have a Bible that they either can read one psalms a day or five psalms a day. But help them to just allow the book of psalms to resonate with them, resonate with their families. Allow them to develop a closer relationship with you. 
Allow them to op uh, open up to you, Lord, and allow them to just grow in your acknowledgement of uh, having what David went through and how the whole book of Psalms is songs that David did, songs of David, and his pleading out to you. And that has so much application to our life, Lord. So I pray that the listeners who's ever struggling, Lord, I pray that you can uh, put a peace over the heart and show in comfort and peace. Lord, give us the strength and the energy to come uh, along, or give us the strength and the energy to continue the path that you have set before us so that when we cross the finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. So with this in mind, with this in mind, I have some fantastic news. For the first time ever, Remember God Loves You in a Meet You at the Finish Line podcast, would like to endorse Pastor Greg Kelly for the Wisconsin's State Assembly 12th District race. So in November, and it was very interesting because he's a biblical candidate. When I was able to sit down and have a talk with him, I was just able to sit down and just ask him questions and ask him how he's going to impact the community, and he's a fantastic individual. And I highly recommend to check out his page, his Facebook page, uh, Greg uh, Candy for Assembly, Scan Assembly on Facebook. And also, we have some very exciting guests lined up this week. So stay tuned on our Facebook page and on Instagram and anywhere there's social media. I guarantee you I'm on it. Besides, uh, I'm not on Twitch. So if you have Twitch, I'm sorry. Or Reddit. Um, so we have fantastic authors coming on this guest are coming on. We also have some guests that might be coming back. So tune in and hope you guys have a blessed day. Remember God loves you and I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye.